Well, welcome to Harvest Bible Church on a Wednesday night, 7 o'clock service. Pastor Mark Butler is uh, on a journey. We've basically sent him out to help encourage, strengthen, and build up some missionaries. I think there's about 11 or 12 of them that came in from other areas of the world. And there's a team, I think uh, Reverend David Beebe is with them, and he is a Rama uh, Bible School instructor years ago. And so he'll be back, Pastor Mark and Pastor Pamela, on uh, Sunday, okay? So you get me. <laughs> um, my name is Brian Heck, so if you've I get to just quickly introduce myself. I am a, a school principal in um, in a local school district, Lodi Unified, to be frank with you, and in a Stockton school. So Lodi Unified has schools in Stockton as well. And uh, so, anyways, hence the uh, the gear here. All right. Usually, I'm a little more casual. All right. So let's open a prayer. For, Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. Your word, you sent your word and it healed us. You sent your word and with it there's a demonstration of your power. Lord, that we've been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth forever, that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and that word is Jesus, the mighty son of God who is with us forever. He never leaves us, he never forsakes us and we are unconditionally loved. So Lord, we just come to you with open arms just as you welcome us with your open arms and we just gonna spend some time in your word tonight in Jesus' name, amen. And amen. So I was really, if I were to give this a title, and the importance of having a strong spirit. The strong spirit of a man, it says in uh, Proverbs chapter 18 and 14, in the Amplified Version, it says, the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble. But a weak and broken spirit, who can raise up or bear? So another scripture in Ephesians chapter 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Be strong, be strong. These are times that test or try men's souls. (laughs) You turn on the news... You're going to get tested by fear, anxiety, and worry. We are being tested unlike I've ever seen in our nation's history in my lifetime. And it's uh, learning to rise up in our authority and just rise up. Let Christ in you, the hope of glory, rise up big in you. So there are ways and methods that we can just really build up the real you. The Bible talks about the real us where we have a body. If you want to wave it around and say hi to someone. Yay. Hopefully it's healthy, right? We like health, health, health. But we also have emotions. We have things that go on in our minds. We could have peace of mind. We could have an anxious mind or fretfulness. So we are a, but the Bible says that God is a spirit and he created us in his image and his likeness. So guess what? 
the real you is a spirit on the inside. And, and so, but we can be very flesh ruled or body ruled or, or soulish ruled. And it happens to all of us. I don't know how long you've been in the things of God, but I bet you had come to a service once or twice and you walked out of here feeling like you were 10 feet tall and four feet wide, ready to take on some giants. Hello? We are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Would you say this with me? I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So that strength isn't automatic, okay? I wish it was. I wish I could roll out of bed and just be like, dun, 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 here I come. Guns a-blazing, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I'm coming at you. But I have to work on me. We have to work on ourselves. Unfortunately, we still got a body that wants to respond to dirt. We have a mind that can be really in weird places, But we have a God who has provided a way for us to be strong and to build up our strength so we're not so messed up all the time, okay? And responded to stupidity that goes on in the workplace, okay? If you're getting frustrated a lot, you probably need to spend a little time going back into your devotions with the Lord and build up that man on the inside. Mm. I'm working out when I... Put on, the Bible says to put on the new man in Ephesians and in Colossians. Put on, put on the new man. But it also says put off, put off the old man. Okay, so when we are born again, the cool thing is we get a new nature. We get new desires. We get, it's the fruit of the spirit in Galatians chapter five. It talks about love. Some of us are stronger in love than others. (laughs) That agape, the God kind of love, okay? But God is love, and he has shed abroad his love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So the cool thing is, is being a Christian, you don't have to do it all in your own strength. Hello, I've been there. I go to work, and it's like, uh, all right, here we go again, Lord. And uh, I wonder what's going to happen today. Yesterday, oh, is it going to be another one of those days? You know, and that's more of a kind of a reactive posture. But as we spend time alone or in fellowship with the Lord, we exchange our strength for his strength. And that's a secret and a mystery to successful Christian living is to be continually strengthened, to be continually renewed. Not to, you know, do it from Sunday and then, okay, I'm going to wait till the next service Sunday and then I'm going to wait till the... No, it's a daily walk with thee. And I know, y'all know this. It's not rocket science. But it takes some work to be strong. You know, God spoke to uh, good old Joshua, you know, when Moses passed on, and he said, be weak. Come on, bro. Sit back passively, and I will give you the promised land. It's just going to come to you on silver platters. Here you go. Land flowing with milk and honey. Don't we wish? 
And there are times when, man, those blessings will flow and there's really no effort. It's just, man, I just won't bless you. But there's other times, it's like that promised land, there are some giants there that want to take what rightfully belongs to you. Huh? Mm. Oh, no, you didn't, Mr. Devil. You can't take my joy. Just because the car broke down, you can't steal my joy. Yeah, I may have got a bad report from the doctor or something happened at work that's bugging me, but I'm not going to, that's not the last report. Whose report? Well, we believe. We shall believe the report of the Lord. His report says, I am healed. His report says, I am free. His, that's that old song, right? His report says, I am healed. His report says, I am free. His report says, victory. We said, I will celebrate. Sing unto the Lord. I will sing to him a new song. Some joy going to rise up in your life. That's another way to build up strength. You know, the Bible talks about it's through praise that we shut the devil's mouth. Thou hast ordained praise out of the mouth of babes in Psalms. And then Jesus says that you've ordained praise to silence the enemy. Some of us need to, just the noise, the noise, too much noise going on in our lives. And a strong spirit being strengthened in the Lord will help you walk above all that noise that is distracting, that's making you mad, that's making you frustrated, and just bogging us down. We all struggle from time to time. But how do we build up that strength in our God? Let's, let's, can we pray real quick? And just, just say this with me. Heavenly Father, I receive strength. I receive inner strength in my inner man so I can run my race and finish my course in Jesus' name. See, it doesn't take a whole lot of fancy praying to get results. All you got to do is just receive. I believe it, Lord. I believe what you said right here. I, Lord, I need strength. I need strength. I need your strength. I am facing some very difficult things I do not understand. I don't know why this is happening to me, but I need you to be my help. He is our help in time of need. He's an ever-present help in time of need. And I just know that we just... We just got to rise up in our authority and be strong and be strengthened and watch the enemy run as if in terror. Because that's when you're strong, it's like, uh uh-oh. They know their rights. They know their privileges. They know the power of that name, the name that is above every name. And I'm gone. The enemy will flee. Resist the devil. Did Jesus kick it when the devil came around and tested him three times in the wilderness? Hey, get away from me. I'm feeling a little hungry over here. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, 
But Jesus was no wimp. And he spoke the word. And we, 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 we speak the word. And circumstances change. Problems change. Things going on in our minds that have been really a problem. Maybe you're struggling with some things going on in your life. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. All right, let's go. I'll take this Amplified Bible. There's so many scriptures about strength. And there have been so many times that I didn't realize that I, I was weak. I had not been spending enough time with the Lord in prayer or in the word or in worship. And I was getting beat up. I was getting knocked down. And I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to get back up. I'm going to get back up. Knocked down, but not out. Okay, I'm getting back up. I'm getting back up. Yeah, I learned from that one. That was a hard knock. You know, the school of. Anybody been there? I think I got a degree or two in the school of hard knocks. <laughs> yeah, ho, 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 ho. But thank God we learn because we're overcomers. You are an overcomer. Greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. And so that strength builds as we begin to confess it. I found that let the weak say I am. Let the poor say I am. But let the weak say I am strong because inner strength comes as we speak the word of God and say this belongs to me. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I know it seems like fancy and maybe kind of it's not real. At times, we don't go by our feelings. Our feelings, hello, lie to us all the time. You're a loser. No, I'm not. I'm an overcomer. Those thoughts, we got to learn how to get those thoughts, those lies, the lies, the lies. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are made in the likeness and the very image of God. You are special. Don't let anybody rob you of your identity and tell you're nothing or you're a worm or you're good for nothing. Some of these things will accrue in our lives as young people or rejection that will come to us through relationships. But we are not rejected. It says in Ephesians, but ye are accepted in the beloved. Do you know how I focused on that scripture when I felt, felt, felt unworthy and rejected, not good enough, didn't measure up. You'll never amount to anything. You're a loser. But I found in the word of God, I could build up my new, the new man on the inside and get stronger here. And then that life begins to pour out. And it's like, whoa, I struggled all those years with the insecurity issue. And I didn't need to because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Not, yeah, you might go into work or into situation and think, 
I'm not good enough. Or I don't have the skill set. Okay? Or, no, don't receive that. Because God can give you some equipping and some anointing and, and he'll shine through you. Just let him shine, 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 shine through us, Lord. Oh, yeah. There are situations that I face in my life and in the circumstances. And who am I to go into that situation? It's a new situation. Maybe I've never faced that before. Or there's, a, there's a challenge. And I feel weak or I'm thinking I won't be able to do it very well. But I take the promises of God. We take the promises of God. All the promises of God, it says, in him, in him, in him, are yes and amen. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not qualified for that promise. You're the one exception out of every human being that has ever been born. And nope, nope, that, that, that won't happen for you. Lie, lie, and more lie. But here's the deal. We got to stick with this stuff for a while. We got to stay with the word of God for a while to really see it begin to take on. And then you really take on a whole new form or shape. Now it says in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, it says, but be transformed, transformed changed, transformed. You're somebody new. That process of renewing the mind. You're born into the kingdom of God, but now you got to do something with your brain. It's a mess, okay? When we come into the things of God, it's programmed with negativity and anger and, 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 and all kinds of stuff that isn't godly. But we take captive every thought under the obedience of Christ. How? Through his word, the truth. Thy word is truth. Okay, sanctify them, the Bible says, through thy truth. In other words, you are clean, Jesus said, through the words which I have spoken. We got to get our minds clean. Too much junk. Too much junk. Hey, we all deal with it. We all wake up and have some negative emotions. But it's like we take the word of God and we say, huh, we take captive that thought. I'm a new man. I'm a new person. It says over in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. What a mess. Well, I got saved at 14, but man, I didn't know there was a God. I didn't, whoo. I mean, I tell you what, we all have our little journeys and we have our stories, but... We are new creation in Christ Jesus. That means old habits can die. You don't have to be bound up with an addiction that kind of struggled through with your, in your family line. But it's going to take some strength. We don't do it. It's not by might, the Bible says, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. It's not by might. How many times have I tried to figure out a problem in my own head? Just doing that today. You know, because God did give us brains to kind of think through some things, but we can overthink. Anybody here an overthinker? I spend way too much thinking about that problem. I need to take it to the Lord in prayer and begin to tell the devil, shut up. And that's okay to tell him that. He's been going around making a mess of things for eons, it seems like. 
Yeah. Tell you what. Mm. Yeah. You take your hands off my money. Take your hands off my everything that has anything to do with my life. I am 159% sold out for Jesus. It means you can't touch this. <laughs> MC Hammer, right? 80s dad joke. <laughs> I got a few of those. <laughs> Tell you what, you are such an incredible... You know, you're in the body of Christ. Woo! The body of Christ. Oh, man, he paid so much. That blood was poured out. Shed for us. That precious blood. You're valuable. God sent his only begotten son. Wow! How incredible. How incredible. And then we're adopted into the family. Resurrection life. Resurrection power at work in us can just push out a lot of those habits. Push it out. Pushing out those habits. Oh, I got a new habit. I got a new, I'm hooked on Jesus. Hooked on. Hooked on. I'm addicted. Any of you addicted? Now, I'm addicted to Jesus. I'm addicted to the word. You know, the more you get into it, the more hungry you get for it and the more fulfilled you are in life. It talks about Jesus said in the Beatitudes, blessed are those which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. Filled. Filled with what? How about filled with his glory? Who? Yeah, it's all there. It's all there. You got it. You got it. Would you help me and say, I got it. It's on the inside. Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. It's like we got to just get that stirred up on the inside, stirring it up, stir it up, stir it up. And then watch out, got the gloves on now. Pop, pop, boom. It's okay to sucker punch the devil. Why don't you surprise him? You get knocked down a few times and it's like, you know, I'm going to try this faith thing. I'm going to go over there and try speaking to this mountain. I'm going to get that scripture. I'm going to read it about 5, 10, 15 times. And then I'm just going to take a poke at that and watch it run. Watch that mountain move. And it just takes a little persistence. I like being strong. It's, it's better than being weak and kind of struggling and barely making it through the day. I have been there. I'm not trying to make light of some of our struggles. I've struggled mightily, particularly in this area of inner strength, because I've faced many, many different kinds of trials, especially in the area of employment and income. Those tests would come, layoffs would come, or fear of layoffs would come. I got to feed a family. I got to try to support them, making barely making any money at all. But, you know, he's brought me a long ways from them. Broke, destitute, hardly get. But I had to stick with it. It, it. it says over there in Philippians, my God shall supply all of my need. I personalized it. God, it doesn't look good. There was one time, I'll just share this with you real quick. Is There was a time when it all fell out. Bottom fell out. Um, back in, like, remember when there was a economic crisis in the housing. You watched that movie yesterday. There was just the bottom fell out on the market and 
Millions of jobs were dissolving. Businesses were shutting down. And I was, here you go. See you later, dude. Laid off from the, the banking industry of all things. And I've been down that road a few times of dealing with crises and, and just working with the Lord and rebuilding, rebuilding, rebuilding some things career-wise or otherwise. But I was down and feeling out. There, I'll get down here. I remember, I think my daughter was in kindergarten and my two younger ones, I was like daycare daddy or Mr. Mom, whatever you want to call me. Hey, I feel like a winner, winner, chicken did dinner, not. But I knew that this is truth, and I knew that this all around me could change. But, you know, when you're in faith, it doesn't always seem like, what if the what ifs come? But what if? What if I give that extra amount that the Lord put in my heart? What if? What if? And it's like, but what if? Just, just obey and believe God and trust him and stay with it and you'll see some really cool results in your life. Young people, whew, careers that are beyond your mind if you just stay with it a while. So there I was, I decided, there's some scriptures about new beginnings in here. New beginnings. I think we'll just sh- share that with you. Many times we hit a wall, boom, that hurt. Ouch. I don't know what it is. It could be a really bad situation that you're experiencing or you've recently experienced, maybe going through relational difficulties, pains, hurts, disappointments that are just phenomenally painful. But God has a new beginning for you. (laughs) He has a new beginning for all of us. He's not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man or a son of man that he should change his mind to repent. Has God said, and shall he not do it? It's over in Numbers, you can look at it. Hath God spoken, and shall he not make it good? God is not a man that he should lie. God's not a liar. He's not a liar. And he's not dead either. God's not dead. He is alive. Let's turn to Isaiah 43 as we begin to work towards this conclusion. I'm just trying to preach you happy. I want you to get so much life, power, strength, and joy in your life that you're just going to run for um, maybe, maybe months. Okay? We need some refreshings. We need some things that go on on the inside to help us stand against all the wiles of the devil. And he's got a lot of tricks in his bag. But we don't focus on him so much as we focus on the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of Man, the Son of God. We focus on Jesus. Focus, uh, it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. We're looking unto Jesus. Peter got out of the boat. Yeah, dude, you might as well do a little moonwalk on that water. Look at that dude. And then he's like, hmm, check out them waves. They're pretty big. And there's Jesus, but he got his eyes off of 
Jesus and he got his eyes on the circumstances and what happened? He began to sank. And what did Jesus do? Good luck, buddy. Here's a life vest. He's not that. You know what? Even when we're sinking, he's there to save us. You might feel like you're sinking or drowning. But Jesus is right there with you. He said, don't give up. Don't quit. You stick with it. And I'll see you through. And I'm going to rebuild your future. It's going to be better than you can think of or imagine. Take that. Just we got to take it. We got to be people that are bold in our faith. And not cower when the devil roars. And that's just those circumstances that say, you will never make it this time. Well, I did about 10 other times, so you already lost, buddy. All right. In Isaiah 43, verse 18, we're talking about a new beginning because all of us will face crises in our lives. All of us will face difficulties. And many times we do have to rebuild, but we're not building in our own strength. We're not building through, uh, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just going to do it all. No, God is going to take you step by step by step by step by step by step by step. Not necessarily leaps, although once in a while it's good to have a leap and get a really good pay raise, (laughs) as an example. But step by step by step by step by step by step by step. I'm with it, with you, Jesus, for the long haul. We're going to walk together through the good times, through the bad times, through the times I don't really understand things. And the times where it's just all glory and angelic host around me and it just seems like I'm in a glory cloud. Whatever the circumstance, I'm sticking with you, Lord. And these principles in the word work. As I stand on the promises of God, they begin to come into fruition. There is a seed principle. Mark's Gospel, chapter 4, homework. Hey, wait, you're a principal. You can't assign homework. Yes, I can. Just pretend. Mark's Gospel, chapter 4, one of the most important principles that I've ever learned in my life is that not everything happens at once, but it's little by little. But if you put a seed in the ground and you keep watering it a while, you put the principles of God into action in your life and keep doing it for a while, You're going to see radical, amazing growth. See, first the seed, then the ear, then the full corn or kernel in the ear. So maybe you're starting out at a base level or maybe you're restarting. Just stick with it. It's going to grow. See, I'm reminded of a scripture where it says, of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. We're talking about, I think it's in Isaiah chapter 8, talking about Jesus, Emmanuel, and all that, of the increase of his, his government, the, Lord, the Lord's government. It's, it, it's expansion. So we're going to expand here, right? We're not poverty-minded. Just got to hold on to them coupons and my little bit of savings for a rainy day. Save, that's wise. Invest, that's wise. But we don't have to have a lack of trust that God won't provide for us. Okay. He's a provider. He provides for us richly all things for our enjoyment, the Bible says. 
I've stood on that scripture when there wasn't too much going on in my life but some rusty old bucket cars in a rental with yellow shag carpet from the 70s. <laughs> I, as I talk about feeling, like, okay, this is a long time, Lord, here. But he took me out of that yellow shag carpet, 1,100-square-foot place, into a much nicer home. And I was just faithful. Just faithful. Be faithful. Okay? Be faithful. Be faithful. And watch God explode things in your life. All right, so Isaiah says in verse 18, New King James Version, Do not remember the former things. Things happen in the past that can haunt us, right? So it says, don't spend time dwelling on those things that you cannot change. Can't change it. But he's going to give us a key here. Nor consider the things of old. Why? Because you got a future. And it is so bright. And you just got to stick with it a while. And you're going to see me manifest big, 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 big miracles in your life. I'm not through with you yet. In many cases, he's just begun. Okay. That was free. Says here in verse 19, behold, I will. Not I'm I am I, I think about it. I, I kind of grumpy today. I, I got this big universe to run, and I just don't feel like blessing you. No, no, no. He says, God says through the prophet, Behold, I will do a new thing it says now now right now it shall spring forth shall you not know it i will even make a road or a way in the wilderness and rivers and the desert it might be very dry in your life or you may not but it's gonna change it's changing right now faith faith is now faith is now It's happening now. I may not see it with my physical eyes, but that is in motion right now. It says, I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beast of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people I have formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. I I stood on that when I was unemployed and I was trying not to grow a beard and act like Mr. Mom. Okay, I stood on that, and it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't feel anything, any big burning bush experience. So, come over here. Come over here. I got massive call on your life. No, it was just a still, quiet, very quiet voice. The answer came to me, but I had to stand, stand on the word and just get quiet, get quiet, get quiet. And then there's another scripture in Revelation. Behold, I make all things new. Lord, you make all things new. You can turn this circumstance around in my personal economy with unemployment and the economy's terrible. What am I going to do? How am I going to provide for my family? Well, I just got to Get really, I think, bold with God. And I did. And I just remember I was on the bank of a lake, Hogan Reservoir, if any of you know where that is. And I just said, hey, 
You're a God of new beginnings. I didn't get a word from God. I just got the word from God and I made it my own. And I'm not saying I was, it was all that pretty. It was ugly. I mean, it was an ugly experience in my life, but it changed everything by standing on his word. And he began a process of launching me into a different career path. And he's been blessing me. And, and not everything has been wonderful and rosy, but it's been miraculous. And what I've learned is that as long as I stay really tight with God, Pastor Mark said this the other day, if you stay tight with God, you are invincible. And see, when I'm tight with God, that's when the power comes. And that's when the anointing comes. And it says in Isaiah, it talks about, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Those yokes, those bands, those burdens that we have, they are destroyed through the anointing of God. And that anointing comes, a fresh anointing comes as we spend time waiting upon God. And over there in Isaiah 40, if you want to look at that, it, it talks about, um, waiting, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. It says, even the youth shall grow tired and weary and faint. Even young people physically strong in the prime of their physical life, maybe not mental <laughs> or emotional, but they're physically like, dude, look at that. Strong. Well, you can stay strong. But what I'm trying to say is, it says, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew or exchange their strength. They're going to renew their strength. We're going to renew our strength as we take time alone with the Lord and just build the word into you. So it starts, you know, get pushed a little. The word comes out. You're going to see dynamic results as you put the time in at the Lord's gym and get that word in you. You don't have to be some super spiritual hair on fire for God kind of Christian, although it doesn't hurt. But you just put a few scriptures in there. Start doing it. Start building that inner person on the inside and just start speaking the word and you'll see wonderful results in your life. Amen? All right. All right. I just, oh, I want you to do... Let's come back and just, the army of the Lord. You know, the Navy SEALs, they go through some heavy training to build strength. And they really try to break them down and weed them out. But there's some high caliber, the, the Green Berets, all these special forces. They're, they're high caliber people, but they put the time in. They develop the strength through physical activity. And, and they develop that. And so we, the army of the Lord, we just strong. We're just strong here, okay? So let's pray. <laughs> Father, we are the, the army of the Lord. I know it doesn't... No, no. We are a, a, a real blessed bunch of folk here. We are... Yeah, yeah. I'm reminded of Joel. It says, they rush on the city, they run on the wall. Great is the army that carries out his word. Great is the army. That's what the enemy is intimidated by. If we really begin to rise up in that full authority and begin to run them out of our cities, run them out of our city government, state government, run them out of the families trying to tear down our families, lying to them, we run them out. We run them out. We, we are the army. We are the mighty. We are called to God, appointed by God for such a time as this. So we receive your strength tonight, Lord. Uh, would you say this with me? Say, I tonight receive your strength right now. 
In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, so if you're here tonight, you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, I think what we'll do is just have our, if we have a prayer team uh, in place tonight, we do. Um, We'll just have a couple people come up. Uh, Greatest decision you can ever make is to confess Jesus as Lord, make him the Lord of your, just ask him into your life. You become a brand new person. I think most of us have been born again in here, know the Lord. And and so, uh, but if you need prayer, I'll hang out or my wife or somebody here. You, you, yeah, yeah. All right. There's the firepower. And there's the firepower. So I'll just quickly take up tonight's tithe and offering and give a quick announcement and then we'll be dismissed. Okay. So thank you for coming tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me this opportunity to just share with you. I just kind of sort of a preacher. There wasn't a lot of, but you know, let's just kind of get in a flow and just weave around as the Lord leads. So if you're, uh, the Bible talks, you know, tithes and offerings, you know, or giving and receiving. I like that way is that as, um, Freely we receive, freely we give, Jesus said. And so there's no compulsion. <laughs> That's what, I love what I've, Pastor Mark in this church, they don't put any pressure on people. They just, just let you learn from the word and you do you, okay? So there's some principles in the word I won't get into tonight other than in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 9 and verse, I think, 6. Um, well, I'm going to turn there so I remember it, and then we'll pray, and then we'll have the ushers come up. And uh, I stood on this, giving, oh my goodness, I have story after story after story of God blessing me, but it didn't seem like it was going to, where's, where's it coming from, Lord? I do not know, but it, it came in. So the Bible says, cast your bread upon the waters in Ecclesiastes, and it will Basically, it'll come back on every way. Cast your bread. You got some bread. So uh, it says here, it says, So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah, full of faith, prompt. Yeah, um, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you. He is able to just turn your financial situation and even bless you more than you already are. God is able to make all grace abound toward you so that you having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. So uh, we don't want to give grudgingly. We just, you know, work that out with the Lord. If it's kind of hard, just get along with him and talk to him about giving, okay? And just kind of look at some scriptures. It'll build faith in you. And then I bet you you'll step out a little bit. You'll see some financial miracles. If you need those, we all need them, right? So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give, that this work is going, you know, into the corners of the earth. You know, we give to missions. We, it's just, it's important to have a local church to be here to preach and to teach and to support your people, Lord. So, we just give without grudging necessity, but we first give our hearts to you and then we give to you. In Jesus' name we pray. I forgot to tell you, but it's up there. There's an envelope behind there. I, today I 
I couldn't find the check, so I gave online, and a lot of times that's what I'm doing these days. But it is fun to give it with check or cash sometimes too. Anyways, there you go. Thank you guys for coming up. They'll just kind of serve you. Announcement. You got any? Any, any wise words of wisdom? I'm, I'm messing with them. Uh, there is men's breakfast on Saturday. Yes, ma'am. No prayer on. Okay, uh, Friday night. Um, th- we are going to postpone prayer on Friday night. So if you come here, you just pray in the parking lot. Okay. Pray for me too. I'm a. Pray for me, please. I need. Oh, I'd appreciate that. And then men's breakfast at 8 a.m. And uh, wow, you're an awesome bunch. Thank you for coming tonight, and you are dismissed. Thank you.